But uh, I've been getting some pretty positive feedback from people. So have I. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? We like what that. Is, we what, love that. What have you heard? I had some people messaging me to say that they found it very refreshingly honest uh, and that they were very much hoping that we would continue to record together because apparently we've got great chemistry. Oh, we've got chemistry. Yeah. Oh, Sarah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was... Uh, well, that was quite no it was nice I just want to take an opportunity to thank everyone for obviously listening and taking the time to send feedback if you can yeah. rate and review on the platform that you are listening on as well yeah you be... can do it on Spotify now you can rate on Spotify yeah, so that's wow. new subscribe and then we'll get our Peloton bikes won't we Sarah exactly yeah yeah that's it's all for the Peloton the <laughs> <laughs> we just got our episode title <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Hannah. And together we are single, fat, and 40. (laughs) (laughs) All for the Peloton, everyone. The fancy clothes rack. Um, Well, (laughs) I I suggested um, that we talked about clothing. Yes. This week. And that might don't don't go. I know that sounds terribly boring. Um, but it's basically because I was very frustrated um, after an experience of seeing something I wanted to order, an item of clothing, um, and getting my tape measure out and realizing that I wasn't going to be able to order it big enough for me, even though it went up to a UK size 20. Yeah. Um, and my brain sort of broke a little bit. But the thing is, I realized that I'm so very used to that, um, that I don't really let it impact me or affect me as much anymore. But then the more I started to kind of like chill on it, the more annoyed I got and the more I thought, fuck it, let's bring it to single fat 40. Uh, I completely agree because I'm I'm a fat woman. So I haven't been included in fashion for many years. <laughs> When when so. do you when do you first feel like you started to feel different or feel alienated through like an inaccessibility to like certain clothing? I kind of felt it growing up because I was bigger, but mm. I could still find clothes. But my size would be commented on. Like my mum would get really mad that I was a size sixteen because mm. that was too big at like my age. I'd love to be a 16 now, <laughs> but <laughs> when I was sort of from 18, 19, 20 going out, yeah. I, could, I couldn't buy clothes other than in one shop because obviously this is before online shopping, before yeah. Tinsonet. Um, you had Evans and it oh, was Evans. like mortifying to have to go in there because everyone knew it was the fat girl shop. Yeah. And so you'd be looking around like, is anyone going to see me go in? And it was, it was just all a bit ugly and frumpy. And like, I'm quite simple. I like jeans, t-shirt, hoodie. Mm. But obviously when you go out, you want to wear something quite nice. Mm. And um, you just had to pick the best of a bad bunch. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I'm, I I uh, spent majority of my 20s, I was a jeans, T-shirt, hoodie. Like, if you blinked, I, you'd have thought I was an emo boy. Um, <laughs> but that's partly because I, I, from a very young age, really struggled with finding clothing on the high street. Because as we were talking about last episode, it's a bit of a shock for people. I'm like six foot, six foot one. And also quite big so probably like a UK 16 like a Euro 42 um but I do you remember when we were at school that ankle bashers was the worst thing that could happen to you yes yeah you couldn't have ankle swingers yeah ankle swingers ankle bashers if your trousers did not touch the ground in the 90s if anyone knew that you wore socks because they yeah. could see them. Or had ankles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like but the Victorian era. Don't show us your ankle. But oh. do you also remember when it was an absolute crime to have a visible panty line? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? And like yeah. it was like no one must know that you're no wearing one. underwear and you'd have to wear a fong 
Yeah. Which were just fucking awful. No, I, I, crimes I remember feeling like I would in fact be uh, killed for, put to death for uh, when I was at school was definitely ankle bashes, BO, bad yeah. idea. Um, and, and yeah, visible panty line. But also, uh, I remember back in when I was at school, the joke could be like, oh, your mum's shops at Tesco. Yeah. As like, if anyone knew your mum bought cheap clothes, whereas now all the kids have Primark, which is cheap. Yeah. So it's now cool to wear cheap clothes. Yeah. And be like proud, like, oh, I got it from Asda or I got it in Primark. Whereas back then, it'd be like, oh, my God, you shop at Tesco. Yeah, no, I remember like Georgia Asda, I think was a bit. Yeah, like, you weren't going to admit you didn't that, want anyone you? to know. It'd be like, don't don't let anyone buying, know. buying your clothing from supermarkets. But I, I just remember as a kid reaching a point in my life where I would go into shops. We're talking fast fashion shops that we know that are on the high street today. You know, um, New Look. Yeah. H&M. I worked at H&M actually for a did while. Did you? I did. Yeah. I had H- a pair of, I had a pair of UK size 20 trousers from uh, <laughs> H&M once. I was going to say they apparently do have a plus size range. I've never mm. seen it in store. Well, the problem I've got, you see, as a tall person is that you can, I, I as a teenager was like, oh no, nothing fits me the way it's supposed to. Yeah. I don't look the same. The I don't look in these clothes the way that I want to or I aspire to because everything's too short in the sleeve, everything's too short in the body, everything's too short in the leg. If I can yeah. even get it on my frame in the first place, and then you'd have uh, people doing tall ranges, right? Yeah. But the tall range would only be up to like a Topshop did one, and then it, you could only find it in like a size twenty eight waist. They'll do like a 36 inch inseam, but you've got to have a 28, 28 waist. And you're like, but this can be just the grand waist. Yeah, no, no, you can't get, no, they're never going to fit you because they're for, t- for tiny, tiny, skinny, long legged people. So they did a tall range, assuming that everybody who was tall had no ass to fit in these <laughs> So it was just like adding insult to injury that you're like, oh my God, this like fashionable place is going to do a tall range. And this is what happened to me this week. And it brought it all flooding back was like this this company is going to do a tall range but that even though they made clothes for tall women I they still weren't accessible to me and they still didn't fucking fit me yeah and that was really like oh I I feeling very very othered and very kind of different and left out at that point and so this week I I was online and a company that I really love were like we're making this in tall and I was like (laughs) oh my fucking god it was a jumpsuit my moment has come (laughs) exactly you know you know how much I live for a jumpsuit moment you do like a jumpsuit I do like a jumpsuit and I was like right this is amazing I am I'm ready to pull the trigger on this they're doing this in a tour I love this and obviously I go on there and I I'm like okay get the old tape measure out what size would I need and I measured up around my old boobs and around my hips and everything and they're like XXXL, I think, is like equivalent of a UK 20. And from Which the measurements. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And from the measurements that I took, I wouldn't fit in it. Yeah. See, that's something that I've had to start doing. I've had to let go of being a certain size mm. because all shops are different. Yeah. Uh, you need to just go by your measurements, but I've had to let go. So my wardrobe will consist of clothes at the moment, ranging from anything from an 18. Mm. And so this T-shirt that I've got under what I'm wearing today, I mm. wanted it a little bit baggy, no, loose. I had mm. to buy a size 28. Fuck off. So, I, so my clothes range from an 18 to a 28. So yeah. what size I actually am, who knows? I I but, range I range from a UK uh, fourteen to right up to a UK twenty across different yeah. brands and different platforms. It completely depends on where you're buying it, what you're buying, what it's made of. It's ridiculous, but mm. I've had to let go of no, I'm this size, and being upset if I have to buy a size or two bigger. Mm. I've just had to go. It's just a number. Yeah, I think I definitely, it, like I said, it really impacted me in terms of like my sense of style, developing a sense yes. of style as a kid, because I also came from like a working poor family. 
Um, and, you know, there's a certain amount of taking what you can get when yeah. you're growing up in that environment, you know? And um, it's like, I remember them taking the piss out of me in gym class because I had high-tech trainers. Yeah, you couldn't have cheap trainers. You couldn't have high-techs, could you? Ooh, Even though my- I only ever... I only ever wore them for PE. My child only last year, obviously, uh, they're in junior school mm. and they do PE and you just shove plimsolls in their bag. Yeah. Remember the little black plimsolls? Yeah, yeah. And a boy in her, in their class said, you're like poor because you wear plimsolls. And it's like, well, technically we are a little bit poor, but like you wear them twice a week. Yeah. What I'm not gonna buy you a pair of Nike Air Force Ones to wear. No, plus that kids kids are growing, aren't they? Like yeah. I was growing they at go, a rate. They go through clothes so quickly. I'm not buying you a pair of snazzy trainers just because this I said just tell them to go fuck themselves. It's just really <laughs> I think what I'm what I'm trying to get out here is this idea that as I was growing up, I, I developed this idea of because I don't have the right trainers and I don't have the mm. right clothes. And then that was creating hang-ups for me about my physical body and my physical appearance as well it really starts to develop this narrative that's very easy to play into or of if I could get these things on the outside to work for me if I could go into this shop and buy this if I I did it this week if I could just buy this jumpsuit I'd look the way that I want to and that other people want me to you know and that then I'd feel good about myself. And it just, I think I'm just, it just makes me really sad, Sarah. Yeah. No, because I had the same thing. Because obviously um, I struggled to buy clothes to, to fit. Mm. I couldn't experiment with my style mm. and have that like fun. Like how, how can I dress in a way that says who I am? Yeah. Um, because I had very little choice. Obviously it's better now. There's more online options. But that's only been in the last few years. Um, so I always, I hated shopping. I hated clothes because it just wasn't enjoyable. And it would just kind of set me off on a spiral of like, God, it's because I'm fat. Yeah. And I don't, I don't have like options. And if I wasn't fat, I would. And it, it yeah. would just get yeah. really like horrible and like all those insecurities. Yeah. Yeah, it's traumatic. Like, I, I went, I made the mistake of going to a shopping center the other day and I was like, I'll have a look around the shops. And I went into somewhere, it was like Bershka or something. And I was, they had all of these like very long looking like trousers. <laughs> I'm getting really excited even thinking about it because they're kind of like a kick flare, like my whole sort of 70s vibe I've got going on at the moment. Yeah. And I was like, they look, I'm looking at the hangers, I'm looking at the length and I'm like, oh my God, they look really long. Oh, because I've got one pair I bought off the rack from Zara this year that I still cannot believe are long enough in the leg for me, having bought them from a high street shop. Like it just, it was mind melting for me. And I was like, oh my God, they go right up to like like a size 16, a size 18. Like, so they'll fit my ass and also be long enough. And so that I'm getting really excited and I'm walking around this shop and I'm loading up like an armful of these trousers. And I'm like, (laughs) if these fit me, I'm buying all of them. Like, this is my moment. It's finally happened. We've got big girl sizes and they're going to be plenty long enough. I think it's because the 90s fashions come back. So everybody wants mm. to wear like a big stacked platform. Yeah. Um, and But they also want their trouser to go like we did in the 90s. Yeah. Dragging <laughs> in the puddles. So yeah. Which is with water up to the knee. Like literally like <laughs> treading on them. So a hole would wear through them and you'd have to rip yeah, the bottom off they'd them. They'd be all frayed at the bottom. <laughs> Mine fucking weren't because mine were ankle bashes. But again, I'll get over it one day. But like it was that it, it, people want to wear these stacked shoes and still have them on the floor. So for me, I'm like, they might just fit me like a regular person. Um, and like, uh, obviously you start to develop that expectation. Yeah. You know, I'm a person in a shop. I'm going to try clothes on and they're going to look a certain way and they're going to make me feel a certain way. And I stood in the fitting room <laughs> <laughs> with this, like, they're literally cutting me in half around the waist. <laughs> Like it's not, and you're going home. Yeah, (laughs) 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 like it wasn't even a muffin top. It was double Hovis loaf tins, mate. It was like, (laughs) and then my ass actually looked phenomenal. I was serving like full Charlie's Angels, like peach emoji (laughs) moment. But then 
something was happening again below the knees and these like extra super long trousers that even (laughs) to me on the rack looks like they would fit like the world's tallest man uh they weren't fucking long enough they were not long enough they did not they were ankle brushes (laughs) (laughs) but you like you said that way it knocks your self-esteem I literally was just like fuck fuck this fuck my life fuck all of these clothes yeah I used to have I just like mentally used to just end up destroyed especially when I was in my early 20s going out with my friends all my friends were thin Mm. um and I just always felt like shit because I couldn't wear the clothes I wanted to wear because like I say it was all a bit frumpy and like it like you never I had you had you had Evans and I had long tall Sally If anyone listening doesn't know Long Tall Sally, Long Tall Sally is a clothing brand, <laughs> which, as the name might tell you, is for <laughs> tall Sallies. Um, and my mum, God love her, obviously I used to get, like I said, it was traumatic. There would be tears and tantrums. And yeah. like 14, 15, when the hormones hit and you already, and you start already, you just feel like a monster. Going yeah. to try and I'd have to go find something to wear for the school disco, and like everything was right up my butt crack and like obscene. <laughs> so there's no way she could let me leave the house like that, you know. Um, I, she she'd be like, "Well, I, well I'm going to take you to this shop." And I think it was one in Winchester. So we went to Winchester and went to Long Tall Sally. Sarah and I are from the same place on the south coast. We are. <laughs> if anybody's listening to this, I know we've got listeners in America, Canada, all over the show. We're international, darling. We're very international (laughs) here at Single Fat 40. It's very much UK, south coast of England here I'm talking about. But, and I don't, I know she was trying to help. (laughs) But there's nothing quite like taking a hormonal 14-year-old who's afraid they're (laughs) never going to be cool to a shop and being like, this is where you can shop. And it being long tall Sally and you being confronted with like aisles of like khaki cargo pants (laughs) And long floral maxi dresses and but do you know what? Do you want to know something? I can't even fit in their clothes. Really? No. Nope. So even though they provide clothing for tall people, mm. women, mm. they're still not tall enough. No, they're, not they're long tall enough. They're, they're long enough, darling. But my ass is too fat. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a fat ass. Hey, they're fucking eight. Hey, she's too thick. <laughs> she's too thick. We need long, thick. Betty's right like <laughs> and, uh, I yeah I, I had a similar thing because like I say it was just a case of picking the best of a bad bunch but never mm. really feeling quite you. in fashion mm. and how I really wanted to dress and I just always felt like shit compared to my friends probably mm. why I drank so much oh wow <laughs> mate just slammed him back <laughs> here's the thing right so I when I, I can't imagine what it must be like to be uh, what is considered a high street average. I'm not calling anyone who's listening average by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, if you are, you know, of an average height and an average build or, and you know what it's like to be able to walk into like a shop like H&M and think I could wear any of these clothes and I just have to pick the ones I like. That for me, I can't even imagine what it would be like to approach something like fashion. We're talking about fashion here. People's sense of style is hugely important to them and the way we construct our identities. I cannot imagine what it would be like to see something in a magazine and be like, if I wanted to, I could wear that. Or if I wanted to, I could wear that. I remember years ago working in retail and people would be like, oh, it must be really cool because you can just go shopping on your lunch break. And it's like, Mm. well, no, because nothing fits me. It's pointless. Exactly. Well, yeah, but, you know, shopping I liked was shoes because yeah, I yeah, knew they would yeah. fit. I knew shoes would fit. That was never mm-hmm. going to be an issue. I I relate, but also I really <laughs> love heels. I right. love the way they look. I love yeah. the way that they're styled. I love that, but I wouldn't still have never developed enough confidence to wear the kind of shoes that I would want to wear because it's such a big deal. Um, for me to walk down the street in heels at six foot four, six foot six, and to yeah. deal with the kind of comments and the kind of looks and the kind of outright abuse that you deal with. Yeah. 
you know it's it, yeah, and it's really I, I've gotten a lot better I remember for my birthday um I think my 32nd birthday 33rd I was like I went and bought like a ridiculous pair of high-heeled snakeskin pointy boots and I was like I'm gonna wear these out on my birthday because I'm tired of waiting to become the person like confident enough to wear like a really big heel and just be this height went to a gay club nice yeah well I wasn't gonna get trash men yeah going right darling how's the weather up there don't we? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's it's quite important to have access to clothes mm. that you feel represent sort of who you are and you can have fun with so mm. when you don't have it like I say like you know being plus size we just weren't mm even considered no to be people who gave a shit about how they looked mm. and you just thought you don't give a shit about us because you don't even consider us no <laughs> and like no. I say you just got a corner in the back of a shop a few racks and it was just awful like just to try and find a black hoodie I remember going in to new look they had a, a range Mm. Like at the back in the corner and I just wanted a black black hoodie um, and you cannot get them because they would always stick like diamantes on them oh. or they'd be like an Eiffel Tower and it'd be like say la vie oh. and I was like I don't want that <laughs> and that's what you were like you had to just pick through and hope you like trying to find just a plain black t-shirt that you just wear to work yeah and it would have some bullshit quote on it just be just be kind well my no. uniform <laughs> my, no I refuse no my, I refuse my uniform definitely obviously I got really into music and I got really into kind of punk rock and my uniform became like skinny jeans um didn't mind wearing them short then because I was being emo so I used to wear them with well, like yeah, a sports could... sock and a Vans Authentic yeah um and then a band t-shirt and a hoodie that was it yeah skinny jeans were quite a traumatic time for me yeah I mean here's the thing (laughs) I I definitely I I, me and skinny jeans is definitely like two bulldogs fighting under a blanket (laughs) it's 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 a visual treat um and I'm I'm really happy that one thing that COVID-19 has gifted me with the Pan ED is that I'm never fucking wearing jeans again, pal. Same. Yeah, you heard it here first. Single fat forty. You will never catch Hannah Joy Graves in a pair of fucking jeans ever, ever again. I the idea of wearing a a button up waisted horror. I I don't think I've ever been comfortable in a pair of jeans. No jeans. I don't understand how anyone can like just sit around watching Netflix in a pair of jeans. No. It's not comfortable. No. No. And it's stressful buying jeans. Oh, it's the worst, honestly. And they are just not comfortable. I'm currently wearing a pair of Adidas tracksuit bottoms that my child said, are you trying to be young? Oh, that's (laughs) And I went... A little bit and then they just went I think it should be made illegal for you to wear them I so th- I wore them on the school run today oh <laughs> <laughs> thing though the fashion industry doesn't want us at home wearing clothes that we're comfortable in because then no. they aren't making the money so when we kind of talked about what we were possibly going to talk about this episode fast fashion yeah Right. So here's the thing. I know I'm pissed off with fast fashion and high street shops because they make me feel fucking garbage about myself. And then I have this awareness of like, if they make me feel garbage about myself, they're making a whole metric fuck ton of other people feel garbage about themselves as well. Um, And then I started thinking about like the bigger topics because it's like I'd loved I've had clothing made for me. Like, and yeah. I'd love to do that more, but it's fucking expensive. It is. It, it, but we shouldn't ever sit here. I'm never going to sit here today and be like, oh, it's really expensive to have clothing made. Because I think we do really have to pivot now to like, I'm going to save up my money and yeah. not buy fast fashion items from these people who don't support me, see me or recognize me 
at all. So fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to buy I... that one Diamante studded fucking black hoodie that they've got. And I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to ferret my money away. And then I'm going to go to someone, I'm going to go to a seamstress. I'm going to go to a designer. I'm going to say, Hey, I'd really love you to make this and then be able to make it for you in kind of custom measurements. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I see a lot of people share stuff about fast fashion and it obviously is a problem because the amount of clothes that are obviously just getting do you want some statistics Sarah hit me with the stats do you want some statistics because I did some research that we're a professional podcast yeah researching happens we do research here (laughs) a hundred billion garments are made every year which is 56 million tons of clothing being sold wow that's that's kind of crazy. So I was like, that's a lot of stuff, but I'm also not really good at math. So I can't even imagine what 56 million tons <laughs> is like really. Um, but what I did find really interesting, which is something I hadn't considered, is microplastics. Okay. So clothes are made of like polyester, acrylic, yeah. nylon. You ready for this? 35, okay. 35% of all microplastics in our oceans actually come from clothing. <gasps> really yeah yeah because we wash you our clothes that. we wash and our it clothes all comes out. and all the fibers come off and it goes in the oceans ah. and apparently it's more damaging uh than food packaging it's more of an issue okay. in terms of plastic in the ocean because everybody cares about plastic in the ocean yeah don't they everyone's like save the turtles like don't yeah. use a straw have a piece of pasta right in your cocktail <laughs> but we never think about the fact that what clothing we've just shoved in the washing machine i i i'd never thought of that or heard of it um it's all of the yoga people we're coming for you with your super stretchy leggings because they're all full of plastics (laughs) Plastics. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so i see a lot of people share saying that we need to be shopping like in charity shops um Mm -hmm, i love mm -hmm. i love a look around the chaza i don't tend to look for clothes i like looking at the like tacky ornaments but on the other side, although I'm like, yeah, it's great. We should buy secondhand and mm. stuff like that. When you're plus size, you can't do that. Exactly. Not exactly. Available. This is exactly the conversation I wanted to have is this yeah. whole idea of like, <laughs> right, we've got every reason to hate the high street and hate fast fashion. Right. So we'd be more than happy to turn to more sustainable options. But you've got to provide them. Where are they? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm lucky because I, I do really like vintage. And I'm yeah. I'm lucky in the fact that I tend to find a vintage 42 fits me the way that I would like a high street to fit me. Yeah. And the fact that they tend to be cut because people were generally a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously people's hemlines were a little longer, you know. <laughs> and so it all works out. Yeah, I haven't. I, you can't see what I've had for breakfast in a vintage dress <laughs> because if I bought it on the high street, it like I said, it gets pretty, pretty woman uh, a little bit quick <laughs> just because I'm too long for this world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, I, I with my jumpsuit fantasy moments, I've got one jumpsuit I bought from a very, very crappy high street shop. It was very, very cheap and I'm sure was made in a sweatshop by a child. And these are all things we should be aware of and talk about. Um, and it's it's a three quarter leg leg on me. It shouldn't be a three quarter leg. It should be full length. But I'm so fucking tall that this full length jumpsuit is a three quarter leg moment. And so with a cowboy boot, I just about get away with it. Like I make it look like a moment. I style it as if it was all spo- always supposed to look that way. But my dream is to be able to have like a 1970s style you know, jumpsuit with the po- yeah. front pockets and the wide lapel and everything. And and I, I found a company in America and they do do custom and you can send them their measurements and they'll make it for you. And I think it's absolutely amazing, but it is going to cost me like 300 quid, like wow. 300 euros. And that's and- another thing to going to places like having it custom made. Yeah. People buy fast fashion because that's all they can afford. Exactly. I, I think this is something that we need to factor into the kind of sustainability yeah. argument. We can all go fast fashion shit. Yeah. But the whole, they're all turning out designs and turning out different styles in line with what it, the demand that is there. They're manufacturing yeah. the demand. Absolutely. But also, like, people want to be, it's this whole thing of like, look at what we do to celebrities. 
not yeah. male celebrities i would point out we don't give a fuck <laughs> we don't give a fuck if like you know chris hemsworth has worn the same suit on a red carpet no. do we but if you are a woman in the public eye and you are seen in a press photo wearing the same outfit more than once you will you are absolutely taken apart yeah so we're, we're think- like literally getting told it's not appropriate for us to wear the same outfit and be seen in the same outfit like more than once do you think as well because social media uh and fashion bloggers and fashion influencers Mm. do they maybe well they not purposely but do they encourage us to buy more because we're constantly totally. see them in that's their job outfits. that's their job and so you go oh that's nice i'll buy that yeah totally i know um, i know people that are influencers for primark primark even have an influencer marketing really strategy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so we're kind of being told to buy 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 all the time yeah and i suppose as well if you're like if you're young now and you can buy clothes pretty cheap. You can nip down to Primark and have a look and go, oh, that's nice. Mm. Like it wouldn't, but it wouldn't bother me if I went on a night. I wear the same clothes all the time. Mm. Um, and it wouldn't really bother me if I noticed my friend was wearing the same outfit a lot of the time. Mm. But maybe the youngsters, do they feel a bit like well, this is what I we I've don't got know, to keep do up and always have the new thing and this is what I'm saying. We don't know because we don't know what it's like because no. we in some ways have been I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I've been really immune to this idea of this is what's cool now. Yeah. Because I've ne- I haven't ever been able to go great and nip down the shop and buy it and wear it. Yeah, no, I've same. never that's why and people are like, you know, I've got a very strong individual style. I've got quite a strong sense of style, and it's like, you know. I like my style, but it's been curated over fucking years of yeah. constantly walking into high street shops. Don't even get me started on designer brands. Don't even <laughs> get me started. I, I've never even contemplated it. It would be an absolute waste of my time. Um, there are some companies who are realizing because a lot of the fast fashion boohoo, pretty little thing. ASOS. Shine. Is that a one? Sheen. 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 Uh, they've all cottoned on, provided uh, options for, you know, plus size people mm. are making probably a fuck ton of money because yeah. surprise, surprise, fat people like to buy clothes too. Yeah. And look nice. Um, so you are getting these other companies that are like, oh, okay, then we better do a plus size range. But it's so half-assed. Yeah. And so crap. Yeah. That I wouldn't even give them my money anyway. No. So yeah. What the are we gonna pound. do? Oh, the plus, the plus pound, the plus size yeah. pound. Yeah, it's weird. Like I said, I always I just feel like I fall through the cracks a little bit. Yeah, um, no, same. I found quite a good um if anyone listens and are on Facebook, I can find a way to share a link to it, maybe. This is in the an, show notes, Sarah. The show, the show notes. notes. Yeah. Um there yeah. is a really, really, really good group, and it was started by a, uh, an Instagrammer. Her name is Lauren Ashley Gordon. Mm. And it is four plus size people to swap, buy, and sell their clothes, and it's really Love active. That. I've bought loads of stuff off there. I've sold stuff off there. And it's really nice because you can talk to the person, send it and say, what's the fit like? And they say, actually, it's quite nice and loose. Yeah. Or it's, you know, it's a size 22, but I wouldn't class it as a 22. It's probably more a 20. Look at that again. The power of community. People coming together as a community around a common problem and finding a solution and it yeah. all being in them communicating with each other. Cause guess what? We don't need these big companies telling us what we no. should have or how we should look or what we should fucking buy. And Ugh. then your clothes don't end up in the bin because you're just passing it on. Yeah. Um, and you make a bit of money back to. I'm just not doing it to myself. I, I'm going to save up. I'm going to, I'm going to save my pennies and try and get things made. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple of really good uh, makers on my radar and I'm going to get some because I think it's better because stuff lasts longer as well. You know, let's yeah. face it. Fast fashion stuff is made of shit fabrics and it's falls shit apart. quality and it falls apart. It's not going to have any longevity in it whatsoever. And that's another reason why I also don't mind spending money on like a qu- like quality vintage pieces. You know, like if I if I go to a secondhand store and I buy like a vintage dress, my cutoff point price wise is usually about twenty five. 
because I'm not yeah. I'm not going to pay more than like 25 for a secondhand piece of clothing that's also 50 plus years old at this point right unless it's a real yeah. piece but every now and again I'll spend the money because you can see feel it in the quality or the weight of the fabric and you can yeah. feel it in the workmanship and you're just kind of like this I'm going to get more wear out of this it's literally been on a rack or someone's bod already for like 50 fucking years than I would buy it brand new out of one of these high street shops tomorrow you know it's going to get like one or yeah. two out ends it's going to fade in the wash it's going to bob- bobble in the wash it's not going to because this is the other thing that happens to me I buy stuff and I wash it and it shrinks <laughs> I wash it and it shrinks I like you work do you have any idea what it's like to finally find that pair of trousers and then it shrinks that makes oh, it past no. your fucking ankle or doesn't show your <laughs> ass cheeks that, that I bought a dress on my birthday <laughs> One year I went and bought a dress and it was very expensive, but I really loved it. And I spent money on it because I was like, it's one of those investment pieces where I will get a lot of wear out of it and I'll look after it. And I washed it once and I followed all of the washing instructions and it disappeared again up my fucking asshole. And it becomes (laughs) like obscene. Like I couldn't wear it. I couldn't wear it anymore. And I remember taking it back and being like, I bought this and now it doesn't fit me. And they're like, well, you've washed it. And I was like, yes, I have, but I washed it as per your instructions. And they were like, yeah, but it's shrunk, shrunk in the wash. And I was like, no, I'm exactly. That's my it problem. It shouldn't if I followed the instructions. Exactly. <laughs> and they basically told me to get bent and I never shopped there again. But, you know, mm. it's it was so upsetting. So upsetting. Yeah, I, I get that. When you find that bit of clothing, you go, this fits just right. Mm. I my, For me in the summer, because summer's a nightmare. Um, I'm very insecure about my body. Mm. So having to get it out <laughs> on a like a hot British summer day yeah. <laughs> is a nightmare. And I've got this, it's just a long black maxi dress and it's just the perfect dress. I and I've that. had it for a good few years. It has pockets. Oh, it has fucking pockets. Pockets. Um, pockets. And it's just perfect. And I got so worried that one day it would uh be too worn and I'd have to throw it away or whatever mm. that they bought it out again and I re-bought another one I've done just that. in case yeah I've done that I uh went to TK <laughs> Maxx the other day and I found some velvet uh juicy couture sweatpants oh wow right um, but obviously <laughs> if you if you wear a long top over them they don't necessarily look like sweatpants they look like a long straight-legged velvet trouser so like, I, was like they... I can I can I can do this they don't have juicy written across the arse oh that's what was, oh yeah that's what I was gonna ask <laughs> no they do not have juicy written across the arse more's a pity but they are a size xxxl wow right <laughs> and mate this is what like I'm not I'm just baffled because like I said for me I'm like a UK 16 18 yeah so I'm like is that an xx no l <laughs> I'd never really got uh TK Maxx like Maybe it's because there's obviously nothing in there for me. No, me neither. This is why when I find pairs of velvet trackies, I I buy them. (laughs) I just feel really confused (laughs) when I'm in there. We're talking, right? We'll wrap it up in a minute. But as we're talking, I can't help but thinking we're sat here. But I bet there's a lot of people listening as well, who even if we looked at them, we would make the assumption that it's easy for them for whatever yeah. reason that probably also completely relate hundred percent to what we're saying. Yeah. I've got, I've got friends who, if you look at them, very slim, mm. could wear, could walk into any shop they wanted and mm. buy whatever they want, but won't wear a skirt or a dress. Cause I hate the legs. Yeah. This is what I'm talking won't about. Won't get their yeah. arms out. Yeah. Can't have anything where maybe you, you know, Oh, you can see my, stomach so everyone has insecurities and everyone uses clothes to express themselves but also to hide themselves yeah yeah um yeah and why is that it's because of fucking patriarchy yeah the good old patriarchy good old patriarchy so blaming everything on the patriarchy i feel could be a theme emerging here for us you're gonna hear i just (laughs) i just i just i was lucky enough to be born like healthy And I, you know, came out of the gates of someone with a lot of enthusiasm for life. I feel a minute I came into contact with other people, e.g. like school, the lack of self-esteem 
and the hyper awareness and just feeling like I wanted to crawl out of my body. I remember actually saving up money when I was in like year nine or 10, because I heard about an operation they were doing in Switzerland on tall women where they would cut your legs off, (laughs) remove a couple of inches and then sew your legs back on. But you would then have to commit to like a very solid, stable regimen of exercise and eating in a certain way so your legs didn't then just like buckle <laughs> yeah like that they would reattach properly and that you yeah have problems oh, for the rest God. of your I didn't, life I, I didn't but know most, that was even most people I feel like most, no it, well it was <laughs> and I remember seeing it on tv and it was like so and so is six foot seven and is going to Switzerland for this pioneering surgery and it was following her progress like afterwards or whatever and I remember laying in bed that night blinking at the ceiling being like there is a solution there is an answer and starting to put away my money from my Saturday yeah. hairdressing job. So I could go to Switzerland and let someone cut my legs off. <laughs> it's sad, isn't it sad? It is sad. I should have yeah. been thinking about places I would travel or the yeah. career I could have, or, but what was I thinking about having my legs cut off and boys? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I have similar because I, and even now I have moments <laughs> where I just go, Oh, I'm just going to have to get a gastric band sleeve. Oh, mate. Yeah. You know, I have all those thoughts all the time. And even though I've done all the work and I know where beauty standards come from and I know it's all crap. That's the thing. I can't yeah. undo that about exactly. myself. No, And exactly. I have those lows where I just go, I just want to change everything. Yeah, I do it all the time. I, and I think that's yeah. a, really, a, a really important point is that we can all be really aware of it's the patriarchy. It's we the know patriarchy. where it comes from. We know that it starts with us loving ourselves. We know we've got to develop healthy self-esteem. And you're like, in this culture, <laughs> yeah. in this society, good fucking luck. And that's the thing. Yeah. I'm genu- I'm, I am genuinely very confident. I'm very lucky. But I was away yesterday. I went to have a booster vaccine yesterday and was walking through a shopping center and then walking down the street. And people look because yeah. I'm tall and I've got a lot of tattoos and like, you know, I cut a dash and I've never, ever, ever been someone that can go while well, they're looking at my mum's like, it's cause you're striking. <laughs> and I'm like, what, like a spade to the face, striking, handsome mother, you know, um, I've never, I've always felt there's almost a fear or an anxiety that happens because I see people looking a guy who like was yelling at me from a car yesterday yeah. and it's, they just feel the need to like intimidate you or um it's yeah, yeah it's, I I used to get it right out and it, it, it would always be on that night out when you did maybe for once find something you quite liked to wear yeah and you think I feel actually really good tonight and then you'd get called a fat ugly ginger cunt yeah by some random man in a nightclub and you'd be like but like oh I feel yeah. really shit yeah. now yeah um but honestly Sarah uh, as someone who's also had pe- random people and strangers decide to comment on my physical appearance and say nasty things for me, fuck that guy and fuck all oh those God, people, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I, I, I do genuinely believe that as they tuck themselves in alone at bed, in bed at night, inevitably, <laughs> right? They've got more self-hatred than the depths of oh, our worst moments. One of the best things I ever learned, because I would have taken things back then, I would have absolutely taken it all on board internalized it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um is that people who do that are actually massively insecure and hate themselves probably way more than i do no so, exactly exactly <laughs> you know sounds like a you problem not a me problem amen <laughs> to that <laughs> amen to that oh well you know body insecurity fast fashion uh shitheads <laughs> that feel the need to say things to you uh in in clubs um I think for me it's just yeah I I want to take this opportunity reflecting on what we've just talked about to know and understand that everyone probably feels self-conscious as they walk down the street everyone probably has moments of struggle in the fitting rooms under the hideous fluorescent lighting and it actually helps me to like be aware of that because sometimes I'm like it's just me I'm a unique anomaly on the face of the planet no No, one else has this you're striking striking me delighted for example that there are people that can walk into h&m and buy something that they're thoroughly chuffed with that fits them 
Yeah, Everywhere I can't. But I can't. <laughs> but good for you. <laughs> Fucking good for you. Honestly, love that. Love that for you. I'm gonna have to outsource like parachute like jumpsuits made out of parachute <laughs> material from fucking california but you know love that for you <laughs> we'll have to come up with a clothing brand for tall and fat sallies tall fat sallies no betty's mate i've decided betty's it's like a hangover from my skateboarding days tall fat betty's <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing i mean i was i was chatting with another friend about it this week and and the problem is it's all about volume and to do something like that, you'd have to offer people like custom type sizing. But then if you do that, it's about accepting. Here's the thing. It's about accepting that no two bodies are alike. Yeah. That everyone's body is different and everyone is going to feel different in their body. And even if we started a clothing brand and we're like, this is now representative of this size for someone else, it fucking wouldn't be. No, it's very true. It wouldn't be. It's very, very true. You know, so I just, like you said, I reckon just not paying. So I heard somewhere once it's the job of clothes to fit you, not yeah. you to fit your clothes. And that was a like really that. big moment for me. Yeah. And I stopped paying attention to the, the size label. Yeah. And, the, and I still have these moments where I pick something up and go, wow, that's massive. That will definitely yeah. fit me. And then I can't get it over my head <laughs> in the fitting room. Do you know that moment in the fitting room where you're literally like panic, panic <laughs> moment where you are literally just eyeballs over a neckline and something is happening to trap your tits between your elbows and you're now going to live there for the rest of your life uh, or have it ripped off your body um yeah but you know I and I, I've tried to get to a point now where I had it with a vintage dress this week and I was like that is right up my street I absolutely love it and it's obviously big enough and I couldn't get it past my shoulders you know yeah um and but I I try I take like a little conscious moment of like oh well yeah no, that's, it's, it's been a it's game fine. changer for me to just mm. go by my measurements and if if I'm buying this in this size and then I've got to buy something five size bigger somewhere else yeah oh well yeah like you yeah. say oh exactly. well exactly oh it's well just oh well measurements oh, I've well. got like you I have a dump truck ass tits and I've yeah. got a gunt yeah <laughs> <laughs> how's oh. it going with the steps uh the steps are going okay yeah I'm, I'm hitting i've got to do at least four thousand i love that and i'm pretty much just smashing it every day um yeah smash it, I, Sarah. i'm thoroughly bored of eating healthy yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna lie uh because i'm the sort of person if i like something i'll go right i'm gonna have that again and again and again mm, and then mm. i can't fucking think of it anymore i never want to see chicken again yeah yeah, or not yeah. niece at least for like a few weeks but then yeah. I'm like well I don't know what else to eat yeah and then you're in that spiral of I'm failed oh my god well like you've for me you've got like a lot of awareness around it and I think that's a really helpful thing to have yeah um, you know it's like me tonight it's nine o'clock here already and I'm like I've eaten well today but I quite want to order a pizza just so I can order a tub of ice cream <laughs> Ooh. But here's the thing. I know it won't make me feel good. Yeah. And I know that uh, it'll put my teeth on edge with all the sugar and I probably won't sleep very well. And when I wake up in the morning, I'll feel sick. Yeah. But here's the thing. Probably going to do it anyway. Why not? <laughs> but having the awareness is the first, you know, is the first stage. Yeah. Um, plus the fact, I think the pandemic has not helped in the fact that what other joy... Is yeah there, exactly and I, I think I've, you know. I've spent so long trapped in diet culture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that just having to think about food I just find quite stressful <laughs> I think this is one of the things I really enjoy about being at the age that I am at now as well is that I can recognize that I lost so many good years hating myself yeah gotcha. I lost I was not present in so many moments because I was thinking about my body and the way that people perceived me and I absolutely refuse to fucking do that any longer and and that's uh like me I, I I've had to get to a place of I don't particularly love my body right now I'm not gonna let it stop me yeah doing what I want there we go yeah but I also recognize maybe I could 
you know change a few things but I not think one of the most one of the most hurtful hurtful things for me though is when you go on dates with people or you spend time with people and one of my favorite things to tell myself is if I was smaller they would yeah. want to be with me well um I cannot deny that probably a lot of my kind of okay maybe I need to lose weight is because I I am convinced I will never have a date or have sex again unless I lose weight because yeah. people don't want to date fat people mate I have decided <laughs> any any time I end up in the presence of someone where I start telling myself the reason that they are pulling away or they're not available is because of me and the way that I look probably just not going to spend time with that person anymore yeah <laughs> probably best <laughs> right I just yeah. I do, because it's so often the thing is that's the thing we yeah oh right there's some reality to where we are and in, in the way that we understand a situation or but I've realized that that narrative that I have is really harmful and it's been around for many many years and it isn't wholly my own so I tell myself a story of the reason why people don't want to be romantically revol- involved with me is because I'm six foot one and I'm pretty yeah. sure a lot of them would tell you there's a whole bunch of other fucking reasons as well <laughs> <laughs> so it's really it's 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 just not, it's not helpful to anyone for me to hold on to that story. Um, and yeah. I'm not at a point where I can say to people, hey, look, why aren't we dating yet? Because yeah. I'm too terrified someone will turn around and go, because you're a monster. And I wouldn't <laughs> want to be seen in public with you in, a, in that capacity. Um, but yeah, it's been really helpful for me to be like, oh, it, it isn't necessarily me. If I'm not someone's cup of tea... Yeah. then that that's not my fault and it also doesn't mean I've got to start trying to change things about myself to make sure that I appeal to a wider demographic like I'm pretty sure yeah. there's someone there's someone out there not that I really care at the moment who probably would be really stoked to meet a six foot one loud heavily tattooed <laughs> uh witch with a dump truck ass you know <laughs> uh, that there probably is it's just finding yeah. them exactly isn't exactly it? Yeah. I'm not I'm not out there doing that though like Scott of the fucking Antarctic on some sort of mission anymore <laughs> though it's tiring I'm not I'm here we're not swimming in the cesspit anymore <laughs> no I'm here, I'm here you know where I am I have a fucking website right so <laughs> <laughs> come find me <laughs> come hither make make the effort make the effort um anyway right I suppose we ought to yeah uh, obviously plenty uh, of content there yeah uh obviously we're on Instagram as usual single fat 40 s-i-n-g-l-e-f-a-t-4-0 thank you to everyone that sent us messages about episode one yeah we appreciate it it. we'd also love to hear your feedback about this episode you can also uh subscribe and rate on apple and spotify and uh hopefully we'll see you next tuesday hey hey